everyone, this is Brian Wisner with Green Industry Pros, and this is the Grassroots Podcast. On today's episode, Kurt Benick of 4constructionpros.com talks with Wally Stiegel of the Mori Corporation to discuss the trend toward electrification of compact construction equipment and the impacts on future job sites. Let's listen in. Wally, can you tell me uh, the trends in electrification of the construction market? You guys are heavily involved with that at the Mori Corporation. Can you tell me a little bit about the background of the Mori Corporation and what you guys do? Okay. The Mori Corporation is a um, designer of electronics, including power electronics and a manufacturer, as well as other systems like telematics and controls and uh, Basically, anything that you could find in a in a commercial vehicle system, uh, we design primarily for OEMs and Tier Ones. But we are uh, power is one of our specialties, whether it be uh, brushless DC motor controls, um, inverter um, uh, systems for primary power. So that's uh, that's what we do. Okay. You know, within the last, I'd say, seven, five to seven years, we've seen a major shift in the construction, the design of construction equipment. People are tending to start with hybrids and moving towards electrification. In a lot of the speeches we've heard, people are moving towards electrification, battery electric is not is a final goal. Can you tell me a little bit about that? And how uh, it seems like we start started with basic hybrid systems where we have diesel engines working more as generators. Can you tell me about the evolution of that yeah. process? Yes. Well, uh, initially the easiest thing to do for uh, you know. So the nice mm-hmm. thing about electric motors, uh, you have you have a lot of you have a lot of torque. Mm-hmm. You have, there's, there's a lot of energy that can be transferred, but you also need to store electricity. So in, uh, given where battery technology was, the ability to store power wasn't where it needed to be, certainly for construction equipment. And uh, so you, you basically were like building um, uh, equipment like a freight train. You had a generator. You had your... Um, Inverters, and then you had your 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 uh, articulated drives, tracks, or wheels, uh, providing providing power. You had uh, uh, electric motors driving your uh, your hydraulic systems, uh, your your coolant system, any anything that can be taken off a belt and electrified. So, because of um, just energy storage. So you you're, you were still driving all your power was still ultimately coming from uh, a diesel tank as opposed to to a battery cell. But as technology has evolved and capacity changing, the you can uh, systems can utilize batteries uh, much more easily, uh, starting with smaller equipment and and moving up. But but you still have capacity concerns. So if you're on the job site, um, using electric power is is more confined and defined. Um, if, if you're depending on the type of job site and smaller equipment, you can you can go uh, electric. 
and uh, and then as you move up to larger equipment, mega machines, uh, there's still a need for for uh, a diesel engine to be a generator to provide the raw power to, to move the machine. But it's it's certainly changed from where uh, you are still totally dependent on that diesel engine. Okay. It seems like the initial hybrid machines we saw were larger machines. Was that just basically because of the cost of the systems, or yeah, the cost of the systems, uh, also also the value of the systems. You know, we've had a there's been electrical. Uh, you know, the, the the mega machines have been have been using electric motors for a long time. So then when you step down to uh, smaller, you know, normal sized bulldozers. Um, you, uh, it, it finally became practical to transfer the technology to that level as a be a hybrid system of dump trucks uh, and um, and excavators, as opposed to just the, the mega machine. So there's been a there's been a transition down the food chain from, the, from there, and and now um, battery technology that's used in automotive. So you've got smaller equipment, skid steers, I guess, and whatever. Theoretically, can uh, all be um, you got equipment that that could be fully electric. So you, it's kind of a meeting in the middle with the, uh, the capacity versus versus how how much power you need before you try to get a recharge, or do you still need that diesel engine to keep uh, providing power for the system? Okay. This is some of the prototypes and some of the early machines we've seen, basically they're taking the diesel engine out and replacing it with an electric motor, but you're still using that electric motor to drive hydraulic pumps in conventional systems. Are we going to see changes there? Do you think yes. we will fully electrify the machine in the future and get rid of some of the other systems? Yes. Uh, well, just, just as in cars, uh, brushless DC motors, anything that were uh, electrical actuators, uh, I, that's definitely happening the um, the the efficiencies and the the control and the diagnostic the maintenance capable possibilities being uh, prognostic becomes uh, it becomes a lot easier to have a truly prognostic machine as you as you had that electronic and and being able to monitor it more finely and also control it more finely and, uh, and it, it brings in the possibility of um, more easily automating that type of equipment once once it's been electrified as opposed to uh, a, tr a traditional piece of equipment. Okay. Now, I know one of the concerns, especially with new equipment from contractors, is reliability and uptime is always, always a critical concern. Uh, can you speak to the reliability of the of the electrification of the machines? And I have heard cases where you actually reduce the number of components as you electrify a machine. Is that true? Yes, yes. Because well, well, if if you don't have a uh, uh, a complex pump, you now have a brushless DC motor. Uh, the um, you don't have the belts. You, you you reduce the number of mechanical pieces. Um, you, you don't have to have torque converters, um, mechanical converters. You, it, it's just in the motor itself um, for for an individual um, application on the machine. The, um, the, the drive systems, um, it, you know, you've got twisted pair communication as opposed to um, 
and electrical lines as, 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 as opposed to uh, a, a lot of the other cable tubing that you would have to have in, in a traditional system. So, uh, you know, when new technology is adopted, there's always a time where you, uh, people learn things. So uh, it's just like when a new model comes out. But there, there's going to be some problems. But in the long run, uh, the equipment will certainly be more uh, manageable. There will be more uptime, and um, it, it, there will be more capability. Um, so I, it's it's just it's just the nature of things. So I would say uh, I would be very bullish on on, on electrification in okay. general as, as adopting the equipment. I mean, you may not want to be the guy that buys the first machine. <laughs> uh, certainly, the, the next gen machine uh, is uh, is good, but depending on the size of your fleet, it may be a good investment to start earlier instead of later. Okay. I know in a lot of these machines, too, space constraints have traditionally been an issue. By the time you put an engine, an emission system, the hydraulic systems, and the, in, all into a package. Then you have to balance that with visibility issues and so, some of the other design considerations. By moving oh, yeah. to electric... Yeah. Or, yes, yes. Yeah, space and clearance, uh, there are definitely um, more easy to handle in the design. And uh, of, of new equipment, and you can uh, what you what you'll be what you'll be able to do. The, it can be much sleeker, and um, the um, and, and certainly more. Er, it can be much more ergonomic for for the uh, for the operator to get in and out of. Uh, it can be uh, it, it can just be a safer machine too, because now that you've got uh, your ability. For the, for the machine to be more self-aware with the electrical systems and control those systems uh, in, in real time, um, will it increases also. So everybody knows there's a lot of safety systems have been added, but uh, it's, it's just a good, it's just going to a higher, much higher level than it is um, today, just like it is automotive. Okay. Now, where, where do you see the mate today? Where do you see the major hurdles? Is it still battery capacity? Is that the major hurdle, or are there other hurdles that need to be overcome as well? Well, for, for, for me, it's just uh, I'm I'm going to I'm going to briefly draw a parallel to uh, over the road trucking. So, uh, electrical is is certainly viable right now. Uh, for last mile delivery and, and regional operations, but when you're going long haul and you're going over the Rockies and you're under a lot of stress, uh, there's just not enough battery capacity. I mean, it's it's uh, it's just you can do it, but is it going to be effective compared to uh, other? Uh, uh, engine power technologies that are available. The the same thing the same thing is true with uh, um, construction. Depending on your use case, it's it's that's what has to be taken into consideration. And the size of equipment and how long it's going to be used. Uh, so you know you get you can have a, a 
a small piece of equipment that doesn't get used that much, but then another application that's used a great deal is is a fully electric approach going to work for you, or do you still need a, a hybrid system of some sort? Uh, so I think um, uh, maintaining uh, there's there's no, there's still going to be quite a bit of hybridization out there, um, depending on what the what the needs the needs are for the individual blades, and uh, the and, and again, it, it's, it, I think it's it's in the it's in the middle to low end where full electrification is probably more more viable for the large machines that just need vast amounts of power. They're still going to have to uh, they're still going to have to have these ones in there uh, until you know until uh, uh, there's there's another option. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah. Okay. Uh, are, are there any other? But, but for me, the exciting thing is with, with the electrification, all the peripheral um, benefits with with maintenance, reliability, safety, um, being able to understand what your fleet is doing at a much more granular detail, uh, knowing the quality of the work that is potentially being done, uh, managing the job, uh, and the opportunities to automate uh, tasks that require extremely high skill from operators today. Um, you know, with, with the uh, change between, uh, you know, we've got our, our baby boomers aging out, we've got you know, Gen Xers are so small they don't really matter, but then you've got your millennials and your Gen Zs. People are still going to need to be highly skilled to run and manage this equipment, but that doesn't mean that, as always, we, we take advantages of existing, uh, of, of advancing technologies to to make critical tasks much more uh, 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 safe to do and uh, I appreciate that, Wally, and thank you. Thank you for providing this information today on the electrification.